know if you got a man. I wanna know. I wanna know everything. I wanna know your number and if I can't come over and I wanna know you in and out. I wanna know. Ah, fuck! I fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't gonna say nothing this time though. <laughs> oh baby, you. Uh, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Timothy De La Ghetto. I'm Ricky Shucks. And I'm Nikki Blades. How you guys doing? Happy Halloween to you. Happy Halloween to you. Whose phone was that? <laughs> it, it was not mine. Fuck it, Tim. It wasn't mine. I'm on silent. I'm on Bruh. silent, too. Phone's on I'm silent. On silent. So what the heck? Was this motherfucker outside? Mother- what are we paying oh, for you? Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's the it's Halloween the ghost. ghost. Oh, my goodness. Y'all got um Halloween plans? Damn. No. I don't. Me neither. Yeah. I was going to. But then I quit my job. Oh, what? shit. Congratulations, <laughs> Nikki Blades. You've been, you've been wanting to do that for so I long. I have been. So you are no longer at Club Temple. I'm not. Uh, I guess I'm calling it a sabbatical. Okay. Or, you know what I mean? Okay. But I quit. You just kind of felt like it was time. Right. I want to focus on other things. You know, I like coming out here more. There's more to explore and to do. And um, yeah. I feel that. I mean, and they just kind of, they, they, they gave you a nice little position. They did. And then they revoked it. Oh, oh yeah oh yeah right you, guys. you know oh. so so stuff happens and you know companies have things they got to figure out like hey we need more time from you and i'm like hey i can't give you that right yeah. they're like oh well here's a number and if it don't you know the it wasn't quite right and mm-hmm. and it's all good like i don't have no bad no nah. bad no Fuck y'all. Oh, man. Fuck y'all. Wait, wait, hold on. We might do an event with them. So what? If y'all on. trying to give me <laughs> you know back I mean? Right, right. Out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Good people. Just business stuff and time to, you know, I want to focus on other things. So Halloween season is probably uh, crazy for the club world. Oh, my yeah? goodness. Yeah. Like, right now we're in L.A. You can walk outside and see somebody in a costume right now. Oh. Just like off tops. Yeah, club world. That's all you. That's what everybody lives for. I just want to be half naked yeah. or naked. Yeah, and well, you know, most likely naked with some pasties, and um, nobody judge me. I mean, for the week before LA, um, it's definitely like I mean, for the week before Halloween, you know, what I'm saying it's like dress up time. It's it's time for everybody to uh, fucking do their um, ten different makeup tutorials. <laughs> and shit. Thirty days of Halloween. Oh my god! Yeah, we all need to learn how to make ourselves half skeletons again. <laughs> right. Again. Not enough of those. That's no. not allowed anymore. That's cultural appropriation. <laughs> oh my god. What? When non-Latinas do the fucking Dia de los Muertos. Uh, uh, no, no, no. It's not. The sugar. Skull. Oh like no, like not the sh- yeah, like oh, actual yeah. like a half straight skull. skeleton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at with Kip. your with your Look, appropriation <laughs> bottle over here. No, 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 no. I can drink and appreciate tequila. I'm not wearing it on my face, fool. Look, look how you're wearing your beanie. Oh my god, <laughs> like cholo, very cholo. Oh my. By the way, uh, get your peace of mind beanies yeah. at goodybrand.com. All right. Uh, nah. Um, now anybody that's like not uh, Latina and doing the 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 Day of the Dead skulls makeup tutorials, are, you know, get hit with the yeah. appropriation. I'm so tired of it's cultural really, appropriation. You know, there are certain things. Okay, listen, right? Every luau on Aloha Friday, you don't hear anybody bitching and complaining about that. Literally, people go and dress up and they dance and they do their little things. But then also, wait, not just with Hawaiians. Why is it okay to wear like Asian inspired attire or, you know, like the necklines for traditional Chinese clothing? But nobody mentions anything when you put chopsticks in your hair. Ah, some, I mean, nah, I hear people get hit with appropriation for all of that. <laughs> not, not as loud as everything else. Um, depends on who you follow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe I don't. Yeah. I, I follow a lot of Asians. I hear it really loudly. Oh, it's okay. a lot. A lot of people are uh, mad or fake mad or maybe real mad yeah. about that yeah. shit nowadays. It, here's my thing about shit like that, mm-hmm. and this goes across the board. I'm not singling out Asians, but that's what we're on. Mm-hmm. Right. Nine times out of ten, to buy something traditional, you're buying it from an Asian person mm-hmm. of the culture. They didn't mind selling it to this motherfucker True. that yeah. shouldn't be wearing it. So how are you going to get mad at them for wearing it? I, I, here's here's my issue sometimes with, with that shit. Like, remember that there's that one girl that wore the um, it was like a, a traditional Chinese pattern to her prom. And yeah. She killed it. Rock oh it. yeah, it looked, looked great. great. And here's the thing: I get annoyed when the people out here in America mm-hmm. are upset and the people in China aren't upset. Right. Yeah. Like the, to, like people in China were literally like, you know what? She looks great. Um, it's a, it's like a, it's a, it's a dress for a celebration. Um, 
she's rocking it not disrespectfully what's the issue but everyone's yeah. out here was like my culture is not a costume yeah. you know what I'm saying and people just want to be mad and you know and watching it in fashion like a big part of fashion and it does suck because we all know like everybody's stealing from everyone's cultures or inspired by right. a lot of looks I think look great on everyone some look like they're making fun of it that's one thing but when people are embracing it and they're fully like in it like yeah. k-pop let's go into k-pop let's go into korean skincare korean um makeup like people are going and taking what is popular in certain places and they're doing it here but you know but we don't talk too much about certain things until someone has a problem with it but it's like if you're appreciating it mm -hmm. it's a form of flattering yeah like when when you get to disrespecting or like right. you take some traditional garb and you cut it up to make it hoish or yeah. more fashionable or some shit, then it's like, hey, oh, what what are you doing? Yeah, acknowledge but, it. Yeah, acknowledge. You know. Yeah, and also I think you know intent is important. You yeah. know, yeah. people want to act like everything's so black and white. It's not. But there's at like all. so much gray in there oh, that so you gotta much. take into account. You know what I'm saying? Like um like even let's go let's go let's talk about like if someone's rocking like a Raiden hat. You feel me? Like mm. one of those like uh like the the, the rice hats. You mm -hmm. feel me? Mm. Like um some would say anyone not Asian rocking that could be like that's racist, right? right. But I feel like if you're rocking it because it fits nice and it's keeping the sun out of your face, right. it's yeah. serving it. its purpose. Yeah, but if you're coming up to me on some, oh, hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you, get get off my face. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And attack the people selling it, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If, if it's not supposed to be for everybody, don't sell it. Tell That's everybody. true. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, even, um, I think uh, there was some shit about, um, I think one of the JK girls uh, was in Japan. I think Jessica, the white one, mm -hmm. um, she was like, she was like, am I allowed to wear this? Because they all went and got, like, kimono. And she's like, am I allowed to wear the kimono? Am I going to get, like, uh, like torn to shreds on social media? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but it was like, okay, you're, you're part Japanese. Uh, Chinese. You're not Jap There's no Japanese in there? Oh, you're Japanese. Oh, I got to confuse because you're Hawaiian. There's a lot of, so many. It's, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm super mixed, which, yeah. why, in a lot of the conversations, I'm like, I get it. Most people are mixed with a lot of things. And so when you find out you this much Japanese, <laughs> I'm taking it. I'm running with it. Like, I'm part Chinese. I got my jade. I wear, I celebrate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I celebrate certain things. My grandpa used to make sure like there's you know we grew up with that but that's embedded in our hawaiian culture as right. well and I, well, I just i remember reading something about like japanese people had no issue with that yeah. it's just the ones out here that yeah. get so mad fake mad there's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment expecting to be the center of attention and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be you know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot -O com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. Bro, this girl recently got mad at my girl, okay. right? So my girl is Vietnamese, mm -hmm. and she's in, she's on vacation right now. She went with a bunch of friends, some of who were uh, black or half black or something like that. Mm -hmm. But everybody decided to get their hair braided for this trip. Mm -hmm. Not a problem anywhere, except for on Instagram, uh, where another Vietnamese girl is coming at her for cultural appropriation, right? So, you know me, I'm like the brush it off, but she keeps going. So I'll go and look at the girl's page. She, too, dates a black guy. I'm like, do you know how many black girls would be mad at you just for that? <laughs> but then I'm looking at her stuff, and almost everything she does, from the way she poses in pictures to the stuff she puts in her hair to all this stuff, you could make claims that this is lifted from black culture. I'm like, hey, shut up. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Stop speaking for this side. Yes, some black girls will be mad at it. Mm -hmm. The ones she's with aren't. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they see, you know, and again, maybe it's watering it down and taking it for just, you know, they're on a trip. When you go anywhere and the climate is 
humid. Yeah, exactly. You get your hair braided so you don't have to deal with, and that's why in those areas, that's why hair looks a certain way. In Hawaii, a lot of people will get their hair braided or they let it go and they brush it out. So most Hawaiians don't have like ringlets. It's brushed out, really big, traditional, You because that's what the humidity does. But... People get mad if you do this other people. I don't think most people out there are tripping when you see somebody walking down the street because you can get it done there. Yeah. You can get your hair braided exactly. there. Literally, go, yeah. there. Go, be not black and walk around Jamaica. They're going to yeah. ask and you to braid your hair. People Let, to braid your immediately. Immediately. Yeah, and they got everything for you. When my hair wasn't even like as long as it was, I remember just being in Jamaica with Chia and her family. <laughs> A Jamaican lady literally... Like caressed my hair as I was walking by. She was like, let, let me braid your hair. I was like, I was like, ah, you know what? I, th- I don't think I should right now. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, okay, look, to be fair, when I was growing up, right, um, you know, I knew that me being somebody who was heavily influenced by hip hop, um, and I say hip hop um, because, like, of course, obviously, hip hop is like, you know, uh, black music, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, growing up, all my friends, all different colors, mm-hmm. we all listen to hip-hop. We are all different colors. We all talk the same way. We all walk the same way. We all dress the same way, right? And, um, you know, looking at it, people will say hip-hop is black culture, and, and you can't deny that it's, like, uh, started by black people. It's a predominantly black uh, genre of style and music and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But, shit, it's been, it's been so long, right, since, like, the birth of hip-hop, right? Yeah. But growing up as a, as a youngin, even, I would be like... You know, I was like, I don't, I don't feel like I should get cornrows. I feel like I should kind of stay in my lane in terms of that. Because I would see, growing up, I would see other Asian dudes with cornrows. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, I, I don't know if I'm feeling that, right? Yeah. As I got older and my hair got long, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get some cornrows. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But whenever people are like, yo. But people would also be like, yo, Tim, you should let your hair, like, you know, you should get dreadlocks. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to draw the line <laughs> yeah. there. But let me ask you something, Rick. As a black person mm-hmm. who grew up in a very diverse area, mm-hmm. but also, you know what I'm saying, you are black, you are a hip-hop head, um, and you've heard all the conversations about this. What is your opinion on that? I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I said, unless you're p- being disrespectful or thinking this makes you black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see the issue in it. Like I've, I've had the Cambodian homies who had braids back when we were in high school and yeah. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter if anything is is flattery. Mm-hmm. You think we're that cool <laughs> that mm-hmm. you want to be like us, and that's fine with me. But I don't think it's such an issue for the males. Okay. The the part that makes it a big issue is. Black women, when their hair is braided, mm. they get seen a certain way. Right. It's ghetto. It's this. It's right. that. It's right. that. So the the anger comes from, oh, it's cute and adorable when y'all do it, but when we do it, it gets seen this way. So that's where I can sympathize yeah. with the anger. But I'm not just going to put that on everybody who gets their hair braided because most people who get their hair braided just think this looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm looking good. Have you seen these videos of these Asian dudes in Japan who are like <laughs> making their hair like uh, yeah. super Afro-y texture? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're going and getting perms. Like that's no, curly. not even perm. No, bro. No, they're, they're having going. tiny curling oh, the little, irons. And then they, oh, <laughs> yeah. I saw yeah. that one. That to me is strange. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm still not mad at it because what does it? What does it do? Yeah. Now you're a dude whose hair doesn't match his face. <laughs> How, what does that do to me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not going to elevate you in any way. Mm-hmm. No, it's not going to make you get something over me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not bothered by it, but I am like, yo, what the hell? You, you know what always kind of bothered me is like, okay, so there, you know, some people will say that um, people who aren't black who are a part of hip-hop culture, right, are, like, basically, like, they would say they're, like, guests in the house yeah. of hip-hop, okay? That Some would make that argument, all right? Mm-hmm. And I, um, and for me, I feel like for someone who has always kind of been uh, immersed in that and, uh, and you know, I was, I was always kind of, like, writing raps and loved rap and loved hip-hop and all that, um, I still kind of understood, like, you know, there, there are certain things not for me, right, mm-hmm. that I should kind of stay in my lane with, okay? But at the same time, I, I don't, uh, like... When when people that are younger than me try to bang on me with that uh, mind state, because it's like, let's say this is a, a house of hip hop, right? And and this is like a family, mm-hmm. you know. And 
You want to talk to me like I'm a guest when you are 18. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And know nothing about right. the and, family. And I'm, yeah, and I'm, You're standing uh, on the outside of the house. Yeah, you, you are a baby. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And like your will coming into the house on the first day, I'm fucking Jeffrey. I raised these kids. <laughs> yeah. You feel yeah. me? I'm Jeffrey. I'm not necessarily a part of the family, but I raised Ashley. I helped raise Carlton. Mm-hmm. And like you coming at me like Will trying to talk to me like I'm an outsider. You yeah. feel me? And, I, and that's when I think um, I don't like that state of mind where it's like just because uh, I'm not black, it's like you're an outsider. But it's like, but I've been here way before you. Yeah. You feel me? I'm old. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think it's a, a age thing necessarily, but like you said, family is uh, subjective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's some family members you don't fuck with. Mm-hmm. You some family members that's like, Ugh, why are you in my right. family? We just so happen to be related. We just share the same yeah. DNA. Right. The rest then, of it. Then you got friends who you connect with way deeper than some of your family members. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're still not blood, but you consider them a family. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like if somebody's not black, but they've been doing this, they know the history, they know the culture, they're not fake and fraudulent in it. How do you tell them they're not really a part of it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, I guess the beginning of it was like, oh, hip hop comes from struggle. Yeah. We can't just say if you're not black, you didn't struggle. Mm. You can't just assume that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them didn't, but look at it now. A lot of the kids doing it now didn't struggle. Well, most of the kids doing it now don't even appreciate what it is. Like, there's rappers that go and do interviews flat out and be like, I just got into it because I sounded good. Yeah. yeah. And I needed to get money. How long and, you been rapping? Oh, about six months. You know, I just got into <laughs> You know, but again, everybody, when you start thinking about hip hop and what it means, like, that was a way out for a lot of people. Yeah. And so you can argue and say that's them trying to get out, but the conversation that you're having when youngins that are coming in and talking pretty much just talking shit because they think what's one of the ways to get into something you go for who's above you. Mm -hmm. It always does them more benefit to come for you. They might love you, but for them and in this day and age and just like throughout history, what do you got to do? I got to come for whoever is bigger than me, talk shit to them, get a little bit of shine and then continue to climb. Yeah. Yeah. I just hate that everything becomes a race yeah. <laughs> conversation. Like, yeah, oh, I, I mean, hair is a big. I mean, hair is a big one. So my hair is naturally curly, but it curls differently. Mm. So when I wear it curly, I'll get certain comments, or you know, everybody asks. Like the first thing somebody asks me is, "What are you?" Mm. That's the first thing off top, no matter what. When my hair is curly, actually, I don't really get asked that. People just assume. Mm-hmm. that I mix with something which I'm super mixed so mm-hmm. you can guess anything and I can't be offended because I'm probably exactly what you think I am right but I know that when I bring up no I'm not mixed with black or at least as far as I know somebody would say you probably are I go I probably am but if I say that I'm black and I'm not black then I'm over here then I'm lying then yeah, that yeah. looks worse than anything else yeah when they're asking you if they're mixed I'm sure like they're asking if you're they're half ma- black yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And, you're black and right yeah, yeah. so that's why like it's annoying to have to say oh yeah I'm all these things but it's like yes I'm tall I have curly hair and depending on how long I stand in the sun I get darker. So, you know, <laughs> so I just feel like to avoid a lot of the bullshit, though, because I, I feel it like my nieces, my nieces are the same mix as me plus black. And we look like twins. Right. right. Like there's no difference. Our hair is the same. We look the same. Our skin color. But there is a difference. So I just feel my obligation too to avoid a lot of the the shit that comes with it mm-hmm. is to say, yeah. But when I had my hair in braids, cause one, I've walked in, um, I walked in Michael Costello's fashion show and that is a white, uh, he's, he's lying, a Latin designer. And one of the things he wanted was he wanted, um, cornrows. Uh-huh. And at the time I thought nothing of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I played sports and most girls that play sports, you got to get, you got to get your hair braided. So it stays out of the way. Yeah. But you know, we walked and I thought about it like the other day and I was like, Ooh, I feel like somebody would be pissed off right now if they saw this. But then I'd be like, well, they were mad when you see uh, some of the runway stuff where they did locks. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, but I mix. So in my head, I go, well, I already know what the argument's going to be. But I'm like, damn, if my hair's like this already, 
is there like exceptions to the rules or how does this work hair is such a complicated subject nowadays it's, it's so complicated but it's so like why why I, it's i mean again look my hair is straight naturalists like girls that are naturalists will be pissed they're like you processed your hair or you straighten right. it and they're offended why would you be ashamed of your curl because it's on my head because it's mine <laughs> but i i definitely do understand when uh the 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 outrage when let's say someone uh, a girl who's not black is like ah oh, man my hair's so nappy today or some shit like that then it's like I kind of understand mm-hmm. uh, the frustration with that yeah you know what I'm saying certain Cause, terms because that's not a good that's a that's a messed up term that's what it was referred to yeah. as a derogatory term but it's still subjective right that's like me being mad when you say oh, I'm getting fat ah <laughs> okay you get what I'm saying okay like for you. Yeah. You are. Mm-hmm. I can sit there. I wish I was that side. What the fuck is that going to do? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to make you say, you're right. Let me be happy with this pudge I got. No. So I don't, I don't, I don't think a lot of shit that's a big deal should be a big deal. I'm able to understand why it would upset people. Mm-hmm. But my message is stop letting shit outside of you upset you. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. You know, they always talk about, especially social media has made it very... Yeah, we go back to there's a lot of uh, gray. I mm-hmm. feel like depending on who you follow on social media, it becomes black and white again. Like the, the gray's gone depending on who you follow on social. And I follow a lot of mixed girls, so it's a lot of black and white. <laughs> it's a lot of black and white. <laughs> so, 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 a lot, so a lot so of black and white. But- oh, wait, wait, wait. Can I say something <laughs> yeah, real yeah. quick? Because I know somebody in the comments <laughs> is going to pose this question to me uh-huh. when I spoke about selling the goods to people who shouldn't be using it then not getting mad at them for using it when rappers make music that has the n-word in it and they don't say white people don't buy it but then get mad when white people sing along to the song and use the n-word so if you want to have that conversation bring it to my channel we're not gonna have it here but i (laughs) am aware of that okay (laughs) that's good i mean that's a whole nother yeah yeah exactly we're not gonna have that here but i want to watch that one i want to watch i'm interested you know see I was going to say it's, it's interesting that, um, you know, like race gets discussed so much nowadays because, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't remember have, like talking about it that that much at when I, like when I was like in high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If anything, it was a couple of jokes here and there. But it, I was going to say um, this whole conversation reminded me of uh, back when I was in high school and how interesting it is when just like jokes and, stu- and stuff, if you're not growing up around certain types of people, they really start to believe that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't know what's jokes and what's not because I remember being in Spanish class and you know, like when we went to Paramount, it was like majority 75% Mexican. And uh, when I say Mexican, I'm not talking about all Latino people. It was like people like from Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. And, um, and maybe the next percentage under that was maybe like 20, another 20 something percent black. It was like, Highly Latino and then black and then like little bits of Asian and Pacific Islander and white scattered in there. Mm-hmm. So I remember being in Spanish class. Riverly. What I say? Uh, I just said you said white and I said Riverly. Who's that? You don't. Oh, okay, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Another discussion. <laughs> so I remember being in Spanish class mm-hmm. and someone had a song playing and I was singing along with them and I was dancing to it and this girl turned around. She was like, "Tim, are you half black?" And I was like, "Why?" She was like, "Cause you have rhythm." And she wasn't joking. Yeah. She was being real serious. Yeah. That's funny. And she thought because I could dance on beat that I was half black. Yeah. This was her real thought. It's like there's a whole lot of other cultures that deal with drums too. We yeah. all got we, I all mean, got we all got drums. That 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 type of ignorance right there is the main reason race is always gonna yeah. be talked about. People just don't understand shit. And it gets so negative out of nowhere, but that's funny. Yeah. It's like, On the contrary, what do you think of the world, the worldly person, the one that knows a little bit about everything and they're sitting there and they act like they're better than everybody else because they know a little bit about everybody. I'm cool with them. You're cool with like, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, they work. Yeah. I mean, it depends on how much they think they're better. Yeah. If they just are comfortable in their wokeness, <laughs> I'm cool with that, okay. but but yeah, if they're really like, hmm, actually, <laughs> I, actually. Have you guys seen uh, Dear White People? Uh, no. I caught a couple episodes. You caught a couple episodes. So I just finished season uh, volume three. Mm-hmm. So since nobody saw it, I'm not going to really talk about it too much. But they go and they take certain topics throughout the series and they flip it. So when, however, it pertains to them as, uh, you know, the black community, then they flip it how it would look like if it was in the white. There was one episode. Uh, mm-hmm. And so they had flipped it. And then while everybody was reading it, they went, OK, well, I get the point of it. It was just to change perspectives. And I was like, hmm. 
hmm, I feel like there's a lot more. Um, eventually, when people are not so afraid of this cancel culture to mm -hmm. kind of speak up a little bit more, maybe we'll be able to see some other stuff. But everyone's so scared. Like, you can't talk <laughs> about nothing without getting canceled. What kind of oh, you say? Bro. I've been canceled since before cancel <laughs> culture. Are, are you, These comments are going to be it's a gonna shit be show. Crazy. Oh, you know, no, I think we would have a fair conversation here. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we're some objective uh, people. Um, we didn't say nothing too crazy. No. Um, I mean, definitely the comments are definitely going to be crazy. Um, I was literally just telling, um, I was on my boy Ryan Higa's podcast, and I was telling him that, like, you know, in regards to cancel culture, like I've gone back and deleted tweets where I, I didn't even say anything negative, yeah. but I said I deleted shit that was specific. Where it's like, hey, I met um, a Mexican lady today, and she and she was really nice. Yeah. Or I met a but because I, you said Mexican, yeah, I was like, yeah. let me go ahead and delete this. Yeah. Or I met a I met a nice uh, uh, black woman who helped me with blah blah blah, and 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 I was like, let me go ahead and delete this just because. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And when I tell stories and shit, I, I like to include race because I like to give people a visual. Um, but I was like, I, I went back and I was like, look, I was like, mm, let me just, let me just delete this yeah. Yeah. just because, mm -hmm. and I don't even understand how that shit would get misconstrued, but I feel like, let me just delete it anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, but you just know that it could. Right. Yeah. When you start thinking about worst case scenario, you, when you start thinking about, uh, when you read it, you go, I think this is fine. But someone's going to find this offensive. But that does limit a lot of the conversations. It limits a lot of things. I'm not saying all of it is bad. Some of it, some people have been speaking reckless for a long time and you needed to stop that shit a long time ago. But other things that can be taken out of context, that's where it starts getting like well, subjective. Yeah. And it, it's crazy, man. Like people just, when they don't know enough, <laughs> That's when they want to talk so much. And it's just like, fuck, you don't even know this person. You saw one thing they said and you just assumed a bunch of shit. I was actually watching the video about the discussion that got stemmed from, uh, what's her name? Gina Rodriguez saying the N-word. A mm. bunch of black people who can say the N-word. That's the discussion, right? One dude was kind of like, <clears throat> it depends on how you use it. You know what I'm saying? If you're using it the same way I use it, I'm not tripping everybody was on his head and it was another dude specifically like you sound stupid right mm. now that's dumb but then that dude went on to say but i mean like i got a homeboy he's white i know him since i was three we came up together i know how he would mean it so if he said it, it wouldn't be a problem like oh what? so everybody's like what nigga now you <laughs> you know what i'm saying and right. i was like wow so people just assume the worst mm -hmm. As soon as if you say it and I don't know you, you meant it the bad way. Right. Until I know you. You know, you talked about, well, both of you grew up in a very diverse area. Mm -hmm. So for both of you. So, you know, for me, I didn't. Yeah. The only culture I had was in my house. Mm -hmm. So we all moved from Hawaii. So I was only around that culture. And then mm -hmm. when I left, I grew up in a small town where there was barely any white, barely, mm -hmm. uh, Portuguese, Mexican and maybe like three or four black people swear and then and it, cows tons of cows <laughs> lots of cows lots of almonds FFA 4H yes but for but with anybody with any sort of like cult field of almonds <laughs> and, a, and a lot of almonds I tell you what, what, story is, what is FFA 4H what? What does that mean? FFA for it? Shit, I don't. Oh, that's all agriculture. Oh, that's like all of the um the clubs. Oh my god, I am such a fucking square. It is like uh, that's where you learn about future farmers of America. Oh, future farmers, farmers of America. Four eight. Oh, Rick thought it was fucking fields of almonds. Oh, <laughs> I am not that witty. <laughs> Never. Wow, you're fast. <laughs> all right, all right, go on, go on. Sorry, we just we we had to. Totally went left, but uh, so naturally, like uh, growing up, everybody kind of um, went into their own little clique because there's only what I graduated with about a hundred people. Mm. So whoever I know, this sounds fun. Like you guys had a way more diverse childhood. Mm. Um, I didn't meet another Filipino until I traveled mm -hmm. and uh, got out. So I can only imagine so many people that are leaving like smaller areas that are ignorant because they weren't exposed to it back in the day. Right. Now, today it's a different story. You can pick up your phone, you can see it, it is way more present. And I feel like that's a the biggest reason why people are speaking up more now about it than they did before because we weren't exposed to it. Everybody was able to live in their little ignorant bubbles. And then when you interacted and came into a big city, you got kind of like smacked up and you mm. found out the truth. Well, you know what? That's what's interesting too, because you would think 
that people are more knowledgeable about shit now until you start reading world star comments oh yeah. god i just and, and because like it's crazy because look we you know we went to high school damn near like 15 years ago or some shit right and even like back for yourself <laughs> <laughs> like so you think about that and I, I'm, I'm gonna talk about how you know we even back then you see a white boy that could dance or you see a, uh, uh, it was like, you know, it was an Asian girl in the, in, the, in the dance crew who could twerk her little cakes. And everyone was like, oh, shit, look at little, look at little Danny twerking the little cakes, right? And it was like, oh, shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is, okay, so this is 15 years ago, right? And even me, like, I remember, you know, I would be dancing and be like, oh, shit, 10 kids. Are you half black? You have rhythm. You can dance. And so you would think this is 15 years ago. You know, like what's what's surprising now about knowing that a a white person or an Asian person can dance. Right. But to this day, you got you got a a white girl hitting a little regular ass dance routine. It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) But but I think uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think what she was saying was this open people up to spread their ignorance and mm. judge you know what I'm saying? Uh. because people who came from the ignorant bubble don't want to leave it mm-hmm. okay so now when they see tons of examples of diversity they're like nah right because that's back, not supposed to happen back in the day you could live in it you could live in your little community right, of right, like right. you know in your area and not have to be not be having it put in your face there are some people and you listen to a lot of um again I'm around a lot of different types of people to where I've heard, why are you putting, why are you forcing me to like this? Or mind you, I work with a radio station in a predominantly like white and mixed area, but mainly like white and Latino community. It is, it's all kind of more of like, really you, I say some stuff sometimes and they're like, why would you say that? And I'm like, why wouldn't I, you know, I've spent so much time through other areas that some people still like will fight you and they want to argue and it's like you i know i can't speak about anything political i'm like i don't touch that shit with a 10-foot pole because <laughs> right. because that brings up race it mm. brings and even no matter what side you're on somebody's mad at you mm-hmm. and so you used to be able to live in this bubble yeah and not have to deal with or not have to be exposed to mm-hmm. any of these other uh cultures or subcultures but now it's in your face you pick up the phone and if you want to live in your little black and white world it does not exist and you're forced to see it yeah i mean mm, go ahead uh, i was just gonna say the funniest shit i can remember about just someone wanting to live in their ignorance (laughs) in high school this uh mexican girl Mm -hmm. who was her family was from mexico (laughs) said you gotta fucking specify that all the time but she she was cool with me, but she clearly had a beef mm. with the blacks, mm. right? So one day I'm just asking her, like, okay, what's the problem? What do you have against black people? She said verbatim, it's not that I have anything against black people. It's just I don't want to associate with y'all. <laughs> so, oh. so I'm keeping it cool. I'm like, okay, but why? She's like, it's just... Y'all fools be talking I ghetto and shit. What what I'm sorry, what'd she say? Y'all fools be talking I ghetto and shit. I'm like, do you hear you right now? <laughs> but for her, that's what she knows. Right, right, right. How they I'm like, so you think how you speak is that's fun. Right. Y'all right. fools be talking I ghetto and shit. Mm-hmm. How do you say that in a it was it will stay with me forever. I was like, damn, <laughs> what an ignorant contradicting. Oh okay, cool. So I smashed it. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you, you going to talk like me today. Oh, That's man. a joke. I didn't smash. <laughs> you know, everybody at this table, we've dated, you know, again, dated all different colors of the rainbow. Yeah. Um, how do you feel? I know for me growing up, it was frowned upon. They, one, I was told I wasn't allowed to date. But then two, <laughs> they wanted me to go and find hawaiian right shout out to the hawaiian hoe by the way yeah that's dad <laughs> hi dad uh but it was it was a big it was a big thing and i know i don't know how um other people deal with it or feel about it but um growing up we were told because there's certain things that if you're a certain percent hawaiian you get you get homestead you get land you get to go to school um kamehameha high you know high school you get to go to all these things if you're a certain percentage now a lot of it has changed but growing up that was pretty much really 
pushed on me. Yeah. And when I rebelled, there was like parts of my family that we didn't talk. But then my cousins, we all, all of us were kind of in the time where it was like, we're going to date whoever we want to date. So mm-hmm. we pushed back. But for you guys, I know ours was like breeding. Somebody like this. They were, they were, they were, no, like legitly, they still, you know, they're like, you could go and do the research. There's only a certain amount of Hawaiians left in the world. Right. And, oh. you know, to keep your culture strong mm-hmm. and just, you know, but it is, it's, you know, but it's 2019 and it's 2020 to where, you know, love who you love. But at the same time, there's somebody in the back of your family kind of going, you have to keep the bloodline strong. Yeah, but they'll be dead soon. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't keeping it strong, Grandma. <laughs> Y'all work somewhere. But, but what do you guys like? Have you had to deal with anything like that? You know, both of your guys' partners are not the same as you. Yeah, we traded, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you um, know, so, so how do you, like, family-wise, and, you know, do you think that a lot of that still is going to happen in the next five years? I mean, so in my family, I have black and Mexican cousins. My nephew's black and Puerto Rican. I got a Nicaraguan stepbrother, Nicaraguan. a half Nicaraguan little brother, a half Mexican little brother. Yeah. Ain't nobody giving a fuck nobody in gives. my family. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are fortunate and blessed enough to have very open-minded families. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I remember being a little kid. And I remember uh, my mom talking about, you know, I feel like back then, of course, ideally, she would have loved for me to marry a a little Thai girl. You know what I'm saying? Um, Just because, you know, culturally, it can make things easier, you know, language, food, et cetera. But, um, you know, I I remember being like seven years old and crying because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to marry a Thai girl. (laughs) My mom being like, no, it's not a big deal. But and I think my parents knew for me from the beginning. Yeah that I, my eyes was on everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because little Danielle, my first little crush that I brought a flower to and she kissed me on the cheek, she was a little uh, Latina girl. Yeah. Um, she was a little ho though, man, in preschool, man. She was, yeah. she, was my, she was walking around with everybody. Oh my goodness, my first boyfriend, my dad was like, oh, that's where you went with it. <laughs> now, but, they're, now they're okay, it's different now. And, and, and you know, pe- people ask us, uh, ask me this a lot because, you know, of course, you know, they've seen my, my ex in my videos was, uh, was Mexican and Spanish and Chia is Salvadorian and Eritrean so they always ask if we have any issues with that and you know first of all you know in, in LA no one's giving you any guff really about mm-hmm. that shit um you get some weird comments like one time I remember I was just eating with a homegirl who happened to be black and um we were out in I feel like Santa Monica mm-hmm. and it was a it was a a, a black dude who was um, I don't know kind of older kind of he was he was on something but he was like like all loud when no one else gave a fuck like oh my man got himself a sister okay <laughs> okay i see you got yourself a i'm like it really <laughs> like you never seen this before yeah like, you just get out brother <laughs> <laughs> hey that would make sense <laughs> but i've never really had no issues with that um and, and and in terms of family, I mean, I remember feeling. I mean, Chia is the product of an interracial couple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And oh, have I ever told the story of how they met her parents yeah. on here? Let me tell you guys something because this shit is adorable. All right. <laughs> so the first time I really sat down with Chia and her parents, so her mom's uh, Salvadorian, her dad is Eritrean, which if you don't know is uh, uh, East African, used to be a part of Ethiopia, and then they broke off and went independent and they got beef and (laughs) (laughs) so um i asked how did you guys even meet right so they met in canada um when they had both when they each moved to canada in an english language class they learned to speak english and fell in love while learning how to communicate with each other that that is that 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 is is fucking cute and and um, so when, when I, you know, and I grew up, um, just with my, my, I mean, I was only child, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't really at big family gatherings and shit, but Chia's family gatherings, them shits look like a fucking United Nations meeting, yeah. bruh. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, um, you know, she's half, uh, you know, she's half richer and Salvadorian. And then like, she has other, like, um, her uncle is Salvadorian, but his wife is white. And then, um, they got, uh, just all types. It's all types of different. I'm the first little Asian mixed, a uh, little spice yeah. uh-huh. thrown in there, <laughs> like, but oh. everything else is already in there, yeah. you know? And it's crazy. Cause you go to her family dinners, you got fucking injera and pupusas <laughs> and uh you know and then you know i'll, I'll start bringing some uh, fucking thai food yeah. it's lit 
I just feel like it's gonna it's changing there are some cultures that still are very strong and and very much like you know stay and like you said it'd be easy yeah. but eventually some parents like my family had to evolve they're like listen you've got to Everybody's making all these little babies that look like me now. All the little <laughs> nieces and nephews are all mixed, and and it was, uh, but it was probably more of our time to where that happened. Like um, my cousins having kids, and my sister having kids, and my brother having kids. But it wasn't before. Like before, it was very much. At least, mind you, I grew up in a little bubble. I didn't have like I wasn't exposed to everybody else. Right. I had to travel to find other cultures and other people. And I was like, oh wow, we're kind of. You you had the perfect excuse though. Y'all know I'm mixed, right? <laughs> right. Y'all y'all know y'all didn't all, do what you tell right. me to do, right? Yeah. yeah. True. I, sw I swear, part of my my again, I bring up my dad because he goes out to Hawaii. Hold yes, so. I bring it up because when he says he when he saw my mom, he wanted to have babies like at 25. He knew when he saw my mom, but the first thing he did was like he looked at my mom's background and like what she's mixed with, what our babies are going to look like, oh. and made sure there was no health problems in the family. <laughs> I was like, Dad, that's what you really... He said, yes. Your mom checked off all the boxes, and I wanted to have you. And my mom goes, your dad trapped me. <laughs> he got a blood... He, he cut her finger real quick, got a little blood like, test, my, took it to the lab. My, my, my mom was like, I couldn't get rid of his ass. And then you came. And I was like, oh, really? She's like, he planned you. Ha. That's funny. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Hawaiian hoe, uh, if Nikki ever tries to make you change your name again, consider Hawaiian. <laughs> Hawaiian. Damn. That's good. That's tight. Ooh. That should be your app. Your... <laughs> Fuck you, Tim. No, I'm saying just because no. it's so cool. It's not that cool. Blaze is cool enough, Tim. Leave my name alone. Leave me alone. It's a whole hashtag. <laughs> it's a whole hashtag. <laughs> so stupid. That is great. I'm going to tell him. He's going to be so juiced. Hawaiian. Hawaiian. Yo, that's lit. That's tight. When's oh. the last time you went to Hawaii? Um, it's been four years. Last oh, time, yeah, last time I went back, I mean, I went back for a funeral, and it's been tough for me to go back. Mm. So, um, I'm planning on going. My niece is graduating from high school, oh. you know, in 2020. Yeah. Yes, precious. Um, and she's gonna be graduating, so I want to go see her. But you know, talk about social media and having nieces and and nephews and stuff. Um. I posted my niece on my Instagram story, <laughs> yeah. on my story, mm -hmm. and she says, Auntie, can you not post me again? I was like, why? She goes, because these weird old guys keep trying to add me. How do you guys deal with social media? Like, do you deal with it with any of your nieces and nephews or I cousins? I don't put the, the young people on okay, there. Okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't think, like... I, well, because she's in high school, I was like, oh, cool. She, you know, she wanted a shout out. Yeah. yeah. Well, her, the other, like my other nephews, they're always like, Auntie, put me on the gram. And I was like, all right. But I put my niece just because I was proud of her. And she was like, yeah, can you take me down? I was like, damn. It's it's funny because, uh, you know, their generation is they're, they're all about it. You know all what I'm saying? Because it. it's like, if you got more followers, you're automatically more popular. That's, right. that's what I learned. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From Chia's nephews and shit, nieces and nephews. And she has a, um, she has a little niece that's like, she's really, you know, she wants the followers. Every time she like is at a family thing and puts her on the story, like uh, she like the, the niece is always like, can you tag me? And she's yeah. like, no, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to tag you. But she's like and she's she's trying to be, you know, what I'm saying Kylie Jenner and shit. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? So she's really she wants the followers. And, um, you know, and, and her nephew even told me like, yeah, uh, it's like an automatic whoever has. It was it her nephew or Eric's little sister. Somebody told me that like whoever has the most followers in the class, you are the most popular, popular. person. Mm -hmm. yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's terrible. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. But can we stop talking about race for a minute? Because that's such a heavy topic. Can we talk about something lighter like homosexuality? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it, Rick. What are we talking about? Let's talk about it. Sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, <laughs> your boy Tank. Yeah. He did an interview. I didn't watch the interview, but I did see the soundbite. I saw the clip. Where yep. he basically explains that if a dude sucks some dick <laughs> a couple times, but then decides it's not for him, he not gay. Yeah. And the world has been in an uproar ever since. I didn't even know the nigga was still making music. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember the Chappelle, the Chappelle skit? It's not the first time I've shucked dick for crack. Oh. Won't be the last. <laughs> I see Tyrone Bickham was a gay. <laughs> Tyrone, Tyrone, Tyrone Bickham was not gay. Crackheads run on a different would, system. But he would suck some dick for crack. I haven't, I've yet to see anybody agreeing with Tank. <laughs> yeah. I've seen people being like, 
hey man do what you do <laughs> right okay so i'm gonna try to agree with tank right now <laughs> for the by, sake of the argument by, okay. po- by okay. posing something different okay all right let's say <laughs> your girl is a freak she tells you she's a freak. She's down for some freaky shit. Yeah. You say, let's have a threesome. She's like, oh, bet. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Then y'all have the threesome, and she's like, mm, <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like seeing you mess with another woman. This makes me feel bad. Yeah. Let's not have threesomes anymore. Can she still say she's that kind of freak? Would you still say, oh, no, my, gr- my girl freak, she like threesomes? I wouldn't say she's a freak. She no. likes threesomes because she doesn't like threesomes. I right. would say that's just she's not a preference. I could say she she's a freak, but she's just if not. she does other shit. Yeah, yeah. but right. okay. On the threesomes, can you say my girl likes threesomes? No, my girl is down for the threesomes. No, because she no longer wants because she do that. doesn't like it. Yeah, right. She did it. Yeah, she tried it. She was experimental. You but you can't put that label on her. Oh yeah, she do threesomes. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. her thing. Okay, because she don't like it. She don't want to do it again. Right. So in that sense. What he's saying makes sense. That he tried if, it and if, didn't like it? Well, I don't I don't think he said he tried it. I think it was just he a was discussion just about if a man does it. Because that's been a discussion for a long time. Like, women get to be bisexual and experiment right. and they but come back it, and all of that shit. But if a man does any homosexual act, he's gay, that's it. There's no such thing as I, a bisexual man. I think man. that there is. Right. I think this is going to be a conversation that's going to have to have somebody elaborate. Because I do feel that men can be bisexual. Yeah, I mean, I feel that way. Uh, right. I'm just saying, I, that's, I agree. that's yeah. what the, the general that's, shit, like, people don't give men that Yeah, you can be luxury. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's, so women that are not wanting to be in relationships with other women are not lesbians. They're bi. That's not who they want to be with. It's my laptop. Oh, my mm. gosh. <laughs> All of us start looking. But, like, so, bi, I mean, and again, there goes into um, so many different explanations and terms. But I do feel like if it applies for a woman, yeah. it should apply for a man. I get the argument because so many people are set in that ways. But if we're going to allow sexuality to, it can't be. Um, gender bias. If a woman is bi, then a man can be bi. Yeah, and I think, uh, look, a, a dude can be bi. A dude can be bi-curious, right. as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, but can a dude experiment like I, women I mean, can? Can a dude experiment and then be like, no, I'm 100% straight? That's different. I, I don't think You're not. So. Because There's I, nothing else that you can do. Well, I take that back. If you murder one person, you're a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But, okay, uh, vegan. I see what you're saying. If you oh, want yeah, to be yeah. vegan, do you mean can you revoke your can you revoke your label? Like it's why not even revoking? Like it, why is there not, nothing else that you can try once and that be it? Yeah. Why is it that if you try to suck a dick one time or fuck a dude one time, you have to be gay for the rest of your I, life, I, even I, though you like okay, I don't like that. Se- <sighs> sexuality is a hard conversation because it is it <laughs> is hard. <laughs> It's kind of like what you said. It's subjective. Some people in certain communities are like, yeah, you suck dick, you gay. And in other ones, like to me, I I mean, but then if you do that, I consider first first step, you're bisexual. First step. Right. And then all the other labels that come after that is up to you. You can even say that you're uh, gender fluid and you can be like, oh, I'm just into humans as a whole. You can right. love um, the soul. There's titles and labels for all these things. Yeah, if you choose to. into it. If he's not into it, he then was- it's... He basically tried it, didn't like it. Then not take if, if the, the, the dude, whoever <laughs> they're talking about. I'm just interested. If you smoke crack once, are you? And a you crack never head? smoke crack again because that shit was that wasn't for you. Are you a crack? You're crack curious. <laughs> if you do it twice, if you do it twice, but you never you're, do no, it again, and you ex- decide no, I don't like. Ex- it. Oh, are, no, you, are, you were mm. you were experimental. That's what it's called. Exactly, you were experimental. You exactly. weren't. Yeah. Men don't get afforded that luxury. And Men you make can a experiment. fair point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. Not so with tank, it. suck all the dicks you <laughs> oh want until you God, don't want to no, no. more. <laughs> I mean, I, I, but I think with you. The, th- the thing about it is, You're you know, for us, we're so anti-dicks as, yeah. as straight men. We had this conversation. That it's like... <laughs> we've, we've had this dick conversation. Right. It, and it's like, it's like, I could never even imagine even wanting thinking that it might be a potential that I might like. Right. So I feel like for, for, for people like that and you know, which is, you know, a lot of straight dudes. It's like, I would never even imagine like a dick anywhere around me. 
to get into that mindset of maybe this is something I might like. It's hard to wrap your head around. It, it's really hard to wrap your head around, but it's not something you have to wrap your head around. Because that's someone if else. they're yeah. telling you, I tried it, I didn't like it, I'm never doing it again. Yeah. How do you argue with them and say, no, nah, inside, you're gay? See, that's... Some, that's <laughs> I was... I get it. I get what you're saying. Because there's so many people that are like, nope, it, again, black and white. This is this. This is that. That's it. There's nothing in between. Yeah. As in this thing uh, called students advocating for equality. And pretty much when you're in like the fashion world and you're around a lot of individuals, like homosexuality, whether you're bi, straight, not, whatever, all those different titles, is you become a lot more um, accepting of people versus just like that label. So mm. to have to sit and somebody be like, you suck dick once you gay. Like, yeah. why you, first off, if you're worried about people judging you, worry, like, Know who you're talking to about your sexuality is a very personal thing. Yeah. And if you want to go and not do that again and people around you are trying to say that that's who you are now, it's not. Don't allow people to do that to you. But for the conversation, it, Tank, I didn't hear all of it, but I heard about it. Yeah. So he was just talking about somebody else. How did this I, even start? I, I, I don't know. I just think the question was posed in a like if a guy podcast sucks. interview and he answered the question. But, to but that's be how clear, he answered it. To be clear, the man is promoting the album okay. that we otherwise probably wouldn't have known about Yeah, <laughs> if he didn't. So I think it was strategic, but at, he went on The Breakfast Club after, and I do believe he like tried to clear it up, Yeah, but I didn't watch that either. I just seen clips, and he he's jovial. He's making jokes. He's like, I didn't suck. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. Just saying. Somebody. Uh-huh. But I, I get it. Now, do I get being a straight man and thinking, maybe I want to try some dicks. I don't get that. Yeah. But I do get somebody doing something that they think they might be into, right. realizing that they're not into that. You are. And not being labeled as what it was. If you don't like eating vanilla ice cream every day and you want to switch it up and try something different, then you go back to vanilla. That's okay. I mean, and I, and you know, I mean, it's, it's hard to argue that point that you just made. You know what I'm saying? Because, really uh, I mean, I mean, and, and that's how I usually, that's how I live my life. How do you know you like something if you've never tried it? But don't peg me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no pegging. There, no docking? I, Are you docking? I'm not docking. You're I'm not, not docking? Not, not docking, you know? not pegging? But at the same time, it's like, that, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know. There's, there's shit we know that we don't even want to like. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to try to see <laughs> if I like it. I don't want to like that right, shit. Right, right, right. But other people operate differently, I guess. I don't even think it wasn't. Well, it might have been an actual person. We should probably watch the clip. Yeah, <laughs> we need to insert clip here. But for, like, I wonder how many people gonna be saying Rick's a dick. Yeah. Oh, Rick just came out. Well, Rick is a, a sellout brother that thinks everybody can say the N word. Oh everybody my! Fuck <laughs> oh my goodness! CB Street though. <laughs> if you trying to get your dick, dick sucked. Suck. If you trying to get your dick sucked. Oh my goodness, Rick! Oh God! Look, man, it's it's just it's perspective. You know, subjective perspective. Detectives and um, contraceptives. Contraceptives, nice. (laughs) Ah, well, shit, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this. this colorful conversation uh, no pun intended oh my god <laughs> pretty much don't hate love who you love and stop being so goddamn stupid thanks for watching the no chaser podcast i'm timothy dalgetto <laughs> i'm ricky <Shucks. laughs> i'm nikki blades you did not want it to stop no, he, well, like, he said like, his name funny. i said oh. it really fast it's like two syllables. Right. Yeah, yeah. i'm timothy dalgetto uh, <laughs> thanks for watching bye